0: Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Okay, so welcome back. It's another episode of Dwell, and today we are going to be talking about our verse, show me your ways, O oh Lord, teach me your paths. We're talking with Vera Schmitz, uh, my co-founder, fellow co-founder, sister, good friend, um, one of my best friends. It's a confession right now. Um.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> hey, Vera. Hello. Um, so glad you're here. And we're just going to talk a little bit about the bigger context of our verse. Mm-hmm. So our verses show me your ways O lord teach me your paths but the next verse beneath it says guide me in your truth and teach me for you are the god of my salvation all day long i wait for you waiting uh we're going to talk just a little bit about waiting and the context is that we've got this is a psalm of david and david for those of you who are a little bit unfamiliar with bible story stuff. And even for those of you who are, David went through a lot of trials and a lot of waiting. Like he was um, anointed as king, like a prophet poured oil over his head and said, you're going to be the king. And then it was like years and years and years and years and years years later before he actually was ruling. And he went through so many trials and so many things in life that following God on the path that he had set out for for him. Mm Um, faithfully. So he's faithfully following God and going through really hard things. So we're gonna talk about what does it look like to wait for the Lord when he's showing us a path that is maybe hard and leading us on a path that, that is taking a while. So here oh, oh. Natalie. <laughs>
1: I know, let's well, get deep. Let's let's get, let's just let's get real, real real I didn't even get to say like hi or anything. You're like just here we are. Here we are, and, go. <laughs> and <go. laughs> I mean, um, people
0: know you already.
1: No, it's, no, so it's fine. It's really fine. I'm just you can like, say wow, hi. Hey, let's go. How's your
0: day? What's up? No, Whatever. All of it's good. Um,
1: no, I think that this is so important to touch on, because I think this is the experience of many people in the Bible, and obviously many of us, where um, we hear God's voice, and we ask for God's voice, and we ask for his leading, and he points us. And then we wait. And at some point as we walk, as the time continues to move forward, we get to a point where we're like, wait, was that really what I heard? Was that really, (laughs) um, am I I going the right way? Um, And so there is this, um, I don't know, there's something unique about following God and waiting. Like those two things go hand in hand a lot of the time. Um, so when I was thinking about today, um, there have been many seasons where I felt like God had me waiting um, as I was following what I felt like he had called me to do. And I think probably the most profound was when we adopted our little boy, Isaiah. Um, we had kind of set out on the journey of adoption right after um, I was done with my pole vaulting career in 2016. And we kind of had this um, attitude of, we're just going to move towards adoption, also try to start our own biological family and whatever God wants, we will, we'll take it. You know, if he wants us to adopt first grade, if he wants to bless us with biological children, great. And so we started um, that process and, the months kind of marched on and Mm -hmm. marched on and, um, we'd always kind of had this, um, expectation of wanting to adopt. Even when we were dating, it was always a conversation and the, the months kind of continued on and on, um, up until a year. And I, I'd gotten to this point where, um, I found myself sitting at church one Sunday and I was tired and I was feeling discouraged. I think that in that year, I remember counting back and it was like something like 14 close friends or family members had gotten pregnant or delivered a baby in that year, which is just tough, you know, when you're on that road. And if anybody's ever been there, they're like nodding along. Um, And so anyway, I just remember sitting in the pew and our pastor was like, if if there's anything that you want prayer for today, like put it on a piece of paper and Put in the offering plate, and I'm going to pray specifically for each thing you put in that plate. Me personally, as the pastor, and I remember feeling guilty, like I don't, um, I haven't been praying for this enough. I haven't um, been faithful in prayer and asking for this baby, Um, and I don't feel deserving of putting any request before the Lord, even Mm -hmm. though I knew He'd called me to this path of like. Building a family, we knew we wanted to do that, and that um, we knew we wanted to pursue adoption. And so, even sitting there in the pew, I, I felt this guilt and this faithlessness. And I was sitting there, and I reminded, was reminded in that moment, like Vera, even though you are faithless, I'm faithful. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can do this. And so, right then, I was like, today's the day. I'm going to just pray for this thing. And so, I wrote the word baby, nothing more, nothing less (laughs) on a piece of paper and put it in the offering plate. And, um, long story short, um, our son, Isaiah, we got a call about him on Monday, the next day, Hmm. and he was home with us on Wednesday. So when we went back and talked with the agency, the phone call, (laughs) um, of, Isaiah's family to the adoption agency saying we we'd like to meet with Matt and Vera happened at the exact same time as I would have been putting that piece of paper on the offering plate. Wow. And so I just, I think about that year and I think about the weight and I think about, um, my faithlessness when Mm. I could have been leaning harder into God's plan and trusting with my whole heart in his plan more. And I was, but like there was this lack of faith a little bit there at the end. And I was discouraged and um, Mm. just how good God is to do things in his timing in a way that brings him glory and to bring me to my knees at that moment at church to say, to realize I'm faithless, but you're faithful and your timing is good. And to see it all play out, it's, it's exactly this verse, like, show me your ways, teach me your path. Like, I just want to walk in God's provision. I just want to walk in his timing. I just want to walk and follow him. My desires and what I think is best, it's just not worth it. It's just <laughs> not as good ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Good. That was
1: kind of a, a long story, but
0: it's, a, it's it's an awesome story. I'm like I'm always amazed at how God is good to reveal Himself to us when we seek Him. That and and I think He does it in a way that we can hear Him individually. Like not everybody works the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love the idea that um, that He speaks our language. You know, mm-hmm. that he like that, that, that he perfectly timed mm-hmm. all of that so that you would see that he is the God who cares, he's the God who hears, mm-hmm. and he is just waiting for you to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and not that he was holding off that whole year, like, well, she hasn't asked yet, but like that he would have that perfectly timed and to allow you to witness his power and and just the power of like your faith Mm -hmm. you know that here was you like like you said it was no more no less it was just one little tiny word I mean less Mm -hmm. than that it would have been bah or bi I guess I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so true I I can't help myself I'm sorry um but like you like you just like you had the faith of a mustard seed just a tiny little inkling of like hey I feel like I've been faithless I feel like I've been I've been prayerless in this way. And yet you you stepped out and you said, but anyway, even now. This is what I'm I want to do this. Yeah. I'm to do this.
1: And, you know, it's funny you say that it was um, unique and specific to me because I feel like. So that, ver- that verse you just referenced that our faith would as small as a mustard seed. Like that's the verse that brought me to Christ in the first place when I was eight years old. Hmm. I literally remember laying in bed and thinking, I, I don't, like, being afraid. almost, like, I don't have this big faith, do, am I really, like, did I really make the choice, did, did I really pray the prayer, like, am I okay before God, like, as an eight-year-old mm-hmm. thinking this, and reading that scripture, that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, that's all you need, it's just, like, you give everything that you have, and I remember thinking, oh, I can do that, <laughs> like, I can do the mustard seed thing, um, and so, you know, he has He has shown up to me in big ways, moving mountains again and again and again when I just bring what I have.
0: Yeah. You know, it's not about us having a great faith. It's about us having the faith that we have in a great God, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever amount of faith that we have, if we put our faith in the right thing, if we put our faith in Him, He shows up Mm -hmm. and He does it. Mm -hmm. He shows Himself to be good and glorious and caring. Um, all the things that we need. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I have to say, my husband is a pastor and he preached an awesome sermon this Sunday and every inch of my body wanted to to just yell out, preach on, preach a man. And I didn't. And I feel like it was probably the right thing to not say it. But then I told him after church and he was like, babe, you're such a weirdo. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. I love it when people holler at church. Oh, uh, yeah. We have a couple of people who holler a little bit, but I feel like most people don't. And it might like we're the new people there, so it so might be a little you're bit not ready. Weird. You're not I'm ready. Not ready. For it. I'm not ready. My heart is uh. saying preach on, but my my lips aren't quite there yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, That's awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if anybody that goes to our church listens to this podcast, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, we need to talk to you about something. Um. You can family. not be so weird. That would no, be great. I love
1: it. No, they probably <laughs> love it. They probably mm. love it.
0: I hope so. I hope so. Anyway, so instead I just bald my eyes out. So, it's good. It's
1: fine. I always
0: cry at church. Samesies. I can't help myself. Oh, so terrible! terrible. I just,
1: like, why wear makeup? I don't. I used to look at mom and be like, what is her deal? When I was a kid, Mm. she always cried at church. I'd be like, why is she crying? And now I'm that person. (laughs) I'm
0: like, I am my
1: mom. I'm my mother.
0: My kids do make fun of me. They're like super embarrassed. (laughs) But I'm like, guys, I cry in all the movies. We just recently read the book Wonder. I like literally couldn't get through any chapters of that entire book without crying. So They would would just be like, let dad read this chapter. I'm like, no, no, I can do it. And then midway through the chapter, I'd be like, dad, can you read this? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, All right. Well, we should probably wrap it up. But I am super encouraged to hear that story. I know that story, but it is still encouraging to me. Every time
1: I tell it, it re-encourages me. I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good to be able to have a story where you're like, this is where God met me personally and showed up so i'll share one small one yes this one small tiny now that i'm thinking about it um when we were coming here to chicago months ago um we were meeting with the elders and they were doing like this interview and it was just me and jason and these like elders of our church and our now church but at the time I like didn't know them and I was totally stressing out about it and I was pitting out and I was scared and I was like oh what are they gonna think is this the right choice for us I don't even know and so I had been memorizing psalm 16 and as I was like getting nervous about it I was like you know what I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna write out all the verses that I know Mm -hmm. and I got all the way To this one verse and I was like stuck on it and I'm like I'm not gonna look it up I'm gonna remember it I'm just gonna remember it and I remember we were riding in the car to meet with them and I was like gosh what is that verse what is that verse what is that verse I mean it was like probably a half an hour that I kept trying to think of this verse and so we meet all these people and like I said I'm like pitting out and nervous and I'm like oh Lord and then they prayed for us and for our time and I'll never forget Tim um, one of our elders prayed that God would go before us and that was my next verse and I was just like the Lord Lord?" yeah because it was it was literally the verse that I was stuck on and for him to pray the the words that I was looking for Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was just like an affirmation of like okay this is where I'm supposed to be right now. God, mm-hmm. you are here with me. And I, I didn't stop totally pitting out. I was still a little bit nervous, but it just <laughs> it like it gave me this peace in the sense of like, OK, God whatever happens, the Lord is with me and he's going before me, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I needed to hear and was exactly what I was memorizing and was exactly what Tim
1: which is for. exactly why we can trust this verse, you know, mm-hmm. like he's going before us. So show me your way. Teach me your path. Because he's already there. He's already ahead of us. He's behind right. us. He's with us.
0: Right. We never know what our next day is going to look like. We don't know what today is going to look like the rest of the day. But he already knows.
1: Oh, I know that what the rest of the day is going to look like for me. It's cleaning my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, let me just, just say kidding. that I had to take my daughter to urgent care on Sunday. No, Saturday. And I didn't plan that. No. Nope. No. Nope. She split her That's forehead. True. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It just happened. That. Yeah. She didn't get stitches though. So that was Who? good. Just like a Which butterfly. one? Esther. Man. Ran her head into the wall like a, well, a brilliant child of mine. Just like a <laughs> mama. <laughs> anyway, all right. We should let these people get back to their lives. But um, okay, now, we're just excited about this verse. And thank you guys for joining us today. I love you too, sister. Okay. Have a good day. Yep. Peace out. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at DwellDifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.